6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. It's been interesting, been watching this closely, and uh, not sure if it caught your attention uh, late last week, but WestJet... Uh, has announced a new strategy as it tries to deal with travel demand, inflation, oil prices, staffing shortages. The company's new CEO says to ensure its future success that WestJet will focus its future investments on Western Canada. All of this after the company spent more than a decade adding routes to Central and Atlantic Canada in an effort to go head-to-head with Air Canada. So what does it mean for you, the traveller? Let's find out with the publisher of Western Aviation News, Brett Bala. Brett, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. What do you make of this news uh, from WestJet uh, planning to shift its resources to focus on Western Canada? Uh, Your thoughts on this? I'll be honest, I was blown away when I saw this. Um, It it was kind of one of those creeper things. The CEO put out a tweet saying, you know, I updated the management on uh, what's going on. And then when you actually read his plans, it's it's just, it it blew my mind. It's, It's taking WestJet back to its roots, uh, you know, back to its Western Canadian little guy against the big machine roots uh, that, you know, we last saw 15, 20 years ago from that company. So just absolutely mind-blowing. So the reasons behind it, I mean, you know, from what I have read, a lot of say, hey, you know, it can't compete with uh, with Air Canada in that, uh, that corridor, that Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal corridor sort of thing. So, hey, we're going to, uh, you know, m- make the money, <laughs> keep busy in Western <laughs> Canada, really. I mean, so, you know, if it, it goes back to their roots, um, is this a step back? Backwards, do you believe, or do you believe that this is a step forward for them? That's a great question. I think, to my mind, it's a step backwards, considering that WestJet had ambitions to be, you know, sort of the Western Canadian-based but international airline, second international airline for Canada. So you can't help but look at this as a step backwards to come back to Western Canada in a way. Uh, but at the same time, it's probably a good step forward for the airline because uh, it would have been very challenging to compete against Air Canada in the east and mm-hmm. plus other airlines have come in in Ontario and Quebec in particular you think of Porter out of Toronto and other airlines out of Quebec and Atlantic Canada and the market's pretty saturated and WestJet didn't have a huge presence in Quebec for example so that market was a challenge for them so coming back is probably a step forward. A step forward. I guess time will tell, right? I mean, that's the thing at this point. You have a new boss man at the helm taking a look at things through different eyes and, okay, I'm going to do this, but it's a time will tell thing. Exactly. And, you know, for us in Western Canada, I think it could be wonderful, uh, you know, to have an airline that's just focused on the routes that we want to fly. I think that opens up a lot of opportunities because, let's face it, there's... With a few exceptions, most places you're going to go in Western Canada, you got to fly. It's, mm-hmm. If you want to get there quickly, you got to fly. You don't have a choice. So there is a lot of opportunity out here. Now, of course, Air Canada is a presence out here, uh, holds a major hub in Vancouver, which they'll defend, I'm sure. A uh, smaller presence in Calgary, which I'm sure they'll try to defend. Uh, but at the same time, you know, if you want to go somewhere from Western Canada, next year might be the time that you'll look and say, oh, look, there's a WestJet nonstop. Let's go that way. 
Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of folks who are just wondering, you know, uh, what does this mean for them when it comes to traveling east? I want to get to Toronto. I want to get to Ottawa. What will this mean? Is this going to limit my my choices? Uh, because really, I mean, there's only so many uh, in this day and age. And I think there's some concern uh, about that among uh, the traveling public. Exactly. I think you're right. And uh I think if you're in one of the bigger cities, so if you're in Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, it should continue to be still fairly easy to get to the east, to the major cities in the east, so Toronto, Montreal, Ottawa. Um, Halifax to a lesser extent as well. I think if you want to get to a smaller city in the east, it might get more challenging because when you're pulling back as an airline, you pull back from the smallest markets first Mm -hmm. because that's where, let's face it, the least money is being made. And so say if you want to get to uh, London or Windsor, Ontario, that might be more challenging. So get to Toronto, no problem. You'll have lots of competition. The fares will probably be reasonable. It'll be fairly easy. Get to one of those smaller cities, ugh. That's where you might get into a challenge. And, and you know what? And, and, and that's that's an interesting thing, though, Brett, because, I mean, even the federal government, you know, on the Air Canada side is saying, has made a commitment, I think, that a couple of budgets ago saying, hey, we need to increase uh, service to more remote communities. And again, I know it's not West yet. It was the Air Canada they were talking about. But uh, smaller remote c- communities have been fighting for more service and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for for decades now. Absolutely. And so, you know, if, if I'm in Grand Prairie or Fort McMurray, I might start looking and thinking, oh, am I going to have to drive to Edmonton to get on a flight? That is one of the challenges that might be coming. Uh, again, smaller place, harder to serve. Uh, the province of Quebec has put in a program to subsidize some of these regional routes to make them more affordable so that people can get there. Like, say, tourists can go in and people can get out of those regions. Uh, now, I don't see any provinces in the West coming up with that kind of program. I'll be perfectly honest. Hmm. Uh, does the federal government look at that? Well, that kind of system exists in the states where sometimes the public subsidizes some routes to go into smaller centers yeah. so that there is some air connection. It's, it's important for business that you can get in and get out. Brett Bala is the publisher of Western Aviation News joining me this afternoon. We know that um, WestJet um, is trying to acquire uh, Sun, uh, Sunwing Vacations. That is still that is still pending. Does this move allow them, uh, you know, a little bit more wiggle room on the, uh, the Sun destinations, the vacation offerings? If we're going to limit maybe some stuff in eastern uh, Canada, uh, but we can focus a little bit more in, in flushing out their service, Western Canada and those Sun destinations, does this allow for that a bit more? Absolutely, because it's all about where you deploy your aircraft. So if your aircraft is flying Toronto-Halifax, it's not flying from Edmonton to Cancun. Mm. Um, And so it's as simple as that. So if you concentrate your aircraft in the West, as WestJet plans to do, all of a sudden you can open up a whole range of destinations that may not have been possible because you didn't have the pilots, you didn't have the planes, you didn't have the flight attendants, uh, any one of those reasons. So that gives you opportunity to look for routes that haven't been tried before. Uh, Let's not forget, WestJet did this. Uh, You know, they they opened up... uh, Edmonton, Victoria, for example, when no one else was flying it. Mm-hmm. They were the first to get in there and say, hey, that's an opportunity. Let's go for it. And so they started flying jets between the two. So I'm sure they're looking for all those opportunities now uh, for the next year. So it's going to take a year for all these transitions to come in. They're looking for about a year out now, all those sun destinations that people may want to get to but haven't because it's too hard to get to. We're talking Mexico, mm-hmm. maybe the Caribbean, maybe uh, southern United States. Uh, all, all these locations now become 
possible for the airline to offer. Now, will people fly them? That's a different question, but at least they become a possible offer for the airline. Brett, before I let you go, and I sure appreciate your time, I do have to ask you uh, about what we're seeing uh, at, at, you know, airports across the country, uh, in really North America, but, you know, certainly a lot of tension on a Pearson over the past number of weeks, the delays, the cancellations. My father just flew in from Sault Ste. Marie on, on, on uh, well, he was supposed to be here on Thursday morning at 1030. He arrived Friday morning at 2 o'clock in the morning or 1.30 in the morning, right? And he's like, our fingers are crossed that he hopes that he'll he'll get back on time. But, you know, your thoughts on what we're seeing and how long it's going to be that we're dealing with this? Well, you know, that's a good question. Last time we spoke, you asked me, will it be chaotic? And I said, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. Uh, uh, everyone says that solutions are being put in place. But really, the proof is in the pudding. Mm-hmm. You keep hearing stories of people delayed and, and 24 hours. Like that's that's a long time to be wondering when you're going to get home or when you're going to get to see your loved ones. So I don't know that a solution will be implemented in time for the real peak of the summer season mm-hmm. in July and August. Um, but boy, do they ever have to get their act together because this is just getting ridiculous. Yeah, I think anyone who's heading to the airport uh, these days and over the coming weeks and months are just, uh, you know, as they say, pack your patience, but realize that there is a, a likelihood that your plans could go sideways very quickly. Brett, I sure appreciate your Yeah, we're your almost time. in the state where you have to cross your fingers to hope it goes well. <laughs> right? Isn't that the truth? Thank you for this. <laughs> Always appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Always a pleasure.